0: what's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the first Defense audio installment this is episode 28 and reddick just scored his first ever cup win Uh, i think it was a long time coming he's shown speed he finished second five times he could have won at bristol he led a ton of laps this year so i saw this coming he had some bad luck too but he finally put a race together and got a win but anyways we got a ton of stuff to talk about Um, Not really with the cup race because it was pretty tame race, pretty boring, but let's get right into it. Follow me on my other socials at First or Fence. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. All right, let's get into it. First of all, like every week, I'm going to go down the standings. So Elliot, I think he extended his lead a little bit. He's up 33 points. That's a pretty solid cushion. And if he keeps running this good, especially... Going to Atlanta where he led laps. I think he'll do okay at New Hampshire and Pocono. But then there's two more road courses, and obviously he's been running good there. He he'll be in good shape to win the uh, regular season championship. And then Blaney is up to second. He's who and he doesn't even have a win. He's just been running really consistent. And I think he got yeah he won a stage today, so he's got another playoff point. So. I'm sure they're still looking for a win and they really don't want to rely on pointing their way in, but they're doing good. Chastain down to third. Larson jumped two spots up to fourth. He kind of took advantage of Logano and Kyle Bush having a pretty horrible day. And then, yeah, Logano's in fifth. Bush dropped all the way down to sixth. He was like. I think leaving Gateway, he was like 6 points off first place, and now he's all the way down to 6th, down 77, so he's just been running horrible, and um, last week, like I think he probably could have finished 15th and just destroyed his car, because he was mad about the pitch strategy that his team chose to take, and then Truex 7th, Bell 8th bowman ninth and byron 10th they've been byron hasn't fin- had a top has only had one top 10 and 10 the last 10 races so he just can't and he's got two wins he's one of the only drivers with multiple wins but he just can't get it back going again um harvick 11th and he is outside of the playoffs right now but i think at least one more driver is gonna win so i i have a feeling harvick's gonna win i don't know why he's been clicking off top tens and I don't know, I just I could see him like getting a win at New Hampshire or something. Elmarola twelfth, Reddick thirteenth. He just won, so he'll be in the playoffs. Sindric fourteenth. Um he gained three spots. Kurt Busch, fifteenth with a win. Briscoe sixteenth with a win. Suarez seventeenth with a win and then Austin Dillon dropped to 19th. Five positions, so pretty rough day for that team. Eric jo- Jones down to 18th. So it's really getting into a spot where like every driver is going to be in a must-win situation. Except for like Blaney, Truex, Bell. Um, yeah, I mean, there's only three spots. And you got Blaney, Truex, Bell... Will. Blaney, Truex, Bell, Harvick. Um, Then you got like Bubba Wallace who could win at Daytona. That would make it only two spots. Then like Blaney, Truex, and Bell are going to have to win. So it's definitely going to be tight. I don't think there will be 16 winners. I think there will be 15 at most. I just think like. If we have a repeat winner next week, and then I don't expect, unless it's like Harvick, Bell, or someone we expect to win at New Hampshire, to win, I don't think we're going to get any more upset winners besides maybe like Daytona. Well, it could definitely happen at Daytona, but the road courses, I don't, maybe Busher or McDowell, but. I don't know. They, they've they been running top five, but they haven't been able to get up there and really lead laps. Busher did, but I don't know if he'll be able to close out a race. So I'd be shocked if we had 16 winners. It could definitely happen, but we'll see what happens in like these next three weeks. But, but before we know it, there's only eight races left. Four could go by where we get repeat winners, and then that could be it. So it's definitely going to take some like luck and some serious upsets for it to happen the jgr cars just completely sucked again kyle bush literally ran 30th i mean he had two penalties and he was with like hamlin who finished i don't know 20th so he finished bush finished like 29th but he wasn't gonna probably wasn't even gonna run in the top 20 so I think, let me check where Truex finished. He was the best running Gibbs car, and he finished 13th. So, yeah, Hamlin, 17th. Christopher Bell finished 18th. Kurt Busch, 23rd. Kyle Busch, 29th. And then, Bubble Walls, 35th. The JGR cars just completely suck on road courses. I think a lot to do with the fact that you can't really pass much. So, on top of them being way behind, they just can't even, like... I mean, I, I would guess that they have the speed that they're qualifying, you know, like 13th, 12th, 16th, but they get penalties and then they just get cycled back and they can't get back up. The next road course is the Indy road course, and it's in three races. So we got Atlanta, New Hampshire, Pocono, and then that race. I doubt they'll, they might make a little bit of an improvement from then i mean i don't think they're gonna have winning speed but i'm sure they're really gonna, looking at this because everyone knows around the, the round of 12 you got texas which we saw a ton of cars get taken out in the all-star race and that's a short race then you got Dega, and then you got the roval so the roval like the only track that you can go out and just have a clean good day so if you I, you can't get unlucky at Texas and Dega and then run as bad as they've been running. You'll never even make, come close to making it to the round of eight doing that. So they're definitely gonna have to fix that before then. We got the Glenn and Indy before the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. For they also had major brake issues. I think all four cars. I know the twenty, the eleven, and the eighteen did. Maybe not true x until the end they had huge brake issues and they just all around had no speed compared to some of the Fords and the chevys with that being said i think all show no go is gonna have to go to kfb he had that skittles america mix i think that's the name of the paint job and he finished 29th just ran horrible all day couldn't even pass anybody just sucked so that's all show no go, and then first offense move of the race, I think everyone knows this before I even say it, Reddick's pass on Lark Elliott, it was the only pass for the lead that like mattered because there was different pit cycle strategies and stuff going on, Elliott pretty much led the entire race up until that point, and Reddick just took advantage of his mistake, and there was some contact and everything, but he got the pass done, I think, I love seeing the contact and no tire rubs. That's definitely a plus from last year, but the road course package last year was definitely better with the 750 horsepower, and I think the undercarriage is kind of slowing the cars down, too, or at least in traffic. All right, moving on to first-offense feedback. If you want to participate in this, just go on my Instagram you can either go on my Instagram and I'll like put a poll on my store and you can reply to that or you can send a message at anchor.fm slash first Either one's fine. You can do whatever you want. Alright, so first we got Reddick isn't the last first time winner this year. This is from KB NASCAR fan eighteen. Um so who else hasn't won? Let me check. I, that's we've had Sindrick, Chastain, Suarez. Sindrick, Chastain, Suarez, Redick. Um, anybody else? I think that's everyone. Or no, Briscoe, so five. Wow. So who could we see win? Um, Justin Haley, Ricky Stenhouse. Or no, Stenhouse got one. Uh, Harrison Burton. I don't know if I see anybody. In here that. I I don't. It's a pretty bold take. But it could definitely happen at like a Daytona. Maybe Busher could win at a road course. Um, so yeah it's pretty bold. But if it's going to happen. I would say Busher at a road course. Because he's been running good there. Or somebody at Daytona. Like. Uh, maybe like Harrison Burton. Or someone like that. And just. I forgot, Justin Haley does actually have a cup win. So, yeah, it could be Busher Busher also runs good at Daytona. He was going to have his best finish of his career last year in the Daytona summer race second. I think it did get called back, but he could definitely win there if he survives till the end. All right, the next one is from the NASCAR hotspot. He says, Bubble Wallace's luck is concerning with his relationship with his team. Yeah, I mean... I don't think his bad luck really did anything today because he's not going to point his way in, so a good, like, 15th place wouldn't have done anything. He The Toyotas had none, no speed to win. So, he just, I mean, today was just a wash for him. He's He's got to win if he's going to make the playoffs. He's not going to point his way in. There's too many winners, and there's too many guys that are really good without wins. So, I mean... Go, He's got eight races left to do it. I'm sure they're marking, like, Atlanta and Daytona. So, if you give yourself two races to win, they're two super speedways. That means anything can happen. You can get caught up in a wreck whenever. Then, you got all the pit road mistakes. So, you get two races to win to make the playoffs. And then, all the odds are against you. So, like, this team's kind of in a spot they probably really didn't want to be coming into this season um, it's gonna be really hard for them to make the playoffs they're gonna to have to win a super speedway i know he's had speed he's like finished top 10 at nashville and he's driven to the front a few times but he hasn't gone out and led laps because when his car is good kyle bush's car is good hamlin truex so he's got to beat some of the best drivers in the series when he has a good car so it's going to come down to a play race with him and if his team makes mistakes or if he makes mistakes then he's not going to be able to make the playoffs or even win a race. Alright the next first offense feedback comes from John senti 32 he says NASCAR needs to take a look at this and make a change. Boring race. They should make them drive blindfolded. Would make it more exciting. I mean yeah I kind of agree. I don't think it takes like a major change to fix the no passing i think just something with the undercarriage the spoiler the horsepower just something that can make the cars not so aero sensitive like not that they're aero sensitive where like something um breaks like a fender gets pushed out or something and they lose all their speed but just when a car is behind the leader they can't outbrake them or they can't get the clean air on their nose and try to make a move it takes the leader making a mistake for them to make a pass i don't even know if elliot was as good like if larson got around elliot would he have driven away from him or would he have just maintained his position on him i don't know i think there's definitely some cars that have an advantage but a lot of it just comes down to track position if it were me i would want them to have more horsepower like in way less downforce take the undercarriage off so when it gets destroyed it doesn't ruin their whole race and it's a wicked expensive part to all the team owners cost them a fortune when they get destroyed and the other thing is make the spoiler smaller last year it was 750 horsepower with a tiny spoiler and i thought the road course racing was good so more horsepower less downforce something i mean the individuals individual suspension makes it really easy for them to spin out so they're like bumping and there's no spins you see guys like bombing through grass off-roading and they won't even spin out they can just get right back on the track and keep going so the car they the big story is that the car is so good for road coursing and i'm not like someone who want i don't want there to be a ton of cautions and there was passing in the middle of the pack, but it wasn't passing because you were faster. Maybe here and there, a lot of it was passing because you got one guy got stuck behind another or they were fighting and you took them three wide and made a pass like that. If you're faster, I don't think you can just drive around the leader. But And that's all we need is just, like Bush was complaining last year that or last week at nashville when he caught elliott and couldn't pass him he said the cars are just horrible in traffic and larson like i said earlier larson said you used to be able to get a headlight out and then outbreak a guy or something like that maybe just create some kind of separation to get some clean air it's just all the flat tracks the flat narrow tracks you just can't pass like i don't think new hampshire will be a very good race because that track has like one and a half, two, it really is such a small groove track and it's pretty flat that it's going to perform similar to like a Martinsville. Um, they just, when they did the Martinsville test, Kyle Busch wanted to take the whole underbody off. He thought it would be better. I don't think they did it. I, there was no, I don't know if there was a caution at Martinsville. There was no caution um, today. So, and it, it does like I, like I just said, the race is where a guy's just flat out better and drives away from the field. That's fine, but this isn't the case. It's a lot different. You got like Kyle bush Byron, Lagano running twenty eighth, and they can't make a pass. Obviously, they're better drivers than the guys back there, and they have better cars. So that's how you know there's an issue. It's hard to watch a race like this too when it used to be the at daytona and it was like a fourth of july tradition and this track's cool because you get like over a hundred thousand i think last year it was two hundred thousand people were there and this year it was over a hundred thousand so a ton of people go to watch and that's cool and everything but it's just the racing itself just isn't that good i think this track is good i just think it's the car i the xfinity race was really good that pass ty gibbs made on Larson was great. I would love to see them. I, I said this a few podcasts ago. After the All-Star race. I would love to see like the 4th of July race. Especially. Be at Bristol. On the, on the concrete. As the All-Star race. Then you get Bristol Dirt. Bristol All-Star on 4th of July. And then. Um, the Bristol playoff race. And then just make road america a regular season race and fix the package and then i think it'd be fixed the Other thing is you got atlanta which is now a super speedway you could also make atlanta the fourth of july race similar to daytona now and make an insane night race so you could do that too i think just the road america like camping venue and everything makes it good for the fourth of july it brings like a ton of people out but i bet there's another date that you could put it where you would get the same results think you can really build like a big story about a road course like it was daytona on fourth of july it's the coke 600 on memorial weekend it just seems like it's just doesn't really work with a road course like the the brickyard race is now a road course it's nowhere near a crown jewel in my opinion of what it was when it was on the oval i just think it's funny that last year everyone complained about the intermediate tracks with the 550 package and there was no passing and now they kind of fix that you know the racing on the five the intermediates are a lot better and they've put on better racing than in the past especially like vegas and even kansas but now this um short tracks like martinsville and richmond and the road course are just struggling to put on like good racing like we've seen in years past Alright, the last first offense feedback is coming from Keith Mason and he said, Tough weekend as a Hendrick fan. Your two top drivers get their doors completely blown off toward the end of each race by one a 19-year-old and the other was a driver without a, a win yet. On another note, they should have called Noah Gregson into the cup race. He could have wrecked the whole field again and caused $2 million in damage, but then justified it because the guy doored him three times. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough week for Hendrick. Ty Gibbs with a great move on Larson in the Xfinity race, made one of the best moves of the season, and then Elliott just overdriving that corner. I don't don't think he would have had the race won. I mean, his car did fall off at the end, but I don't know how... The dirty air was affecting him, pushing that car to the limit, trying to get back up to Redick. I think he looks back at it like that. It was a huge mistake and cost him a win, but nothing he can do now. And then Noah Gregson is just out of control. I agree, would have brought some entertainment to the cup race, but I don't know what happened with him. He just cut it right and just ran right into the Side of Sage Carum. I mean, I don't blame him for being mad, but that was pretty insane. I really wonder how much money <laughs> he costs the Xfinity team owners. I'm sure Noah is regretting it. Like, he's trying to make it to Cup. He's been in Xfinity for a lot, for a long time now. And I'm sure Hendrick's looking at him closely, even though there's probably not a spot for him there. There's a lot of other teams that are probably looking at him. He'll be fine if Junior is going to go into the Cup Series, and they said they they think they want to, so I guess he can do whatever he wants and doesn't have to worry about it as long as Junior Motorsports doesn't care. All right, so that's it for First Offense Feedback, and I think that's pretty much it for the main part of the podcast. Um, just a few things going into Atlanta. It's going to be a in- pretty insane race. Anything can happen, upset winners. A lot of DNFs, a lot of huge wrecks. Uh, The track's probably going to be a lot hotter than it was, so it might be more slick. I don't know how that's going to affect the overall racing, but it's definitely going to be a nuts race. No practice next week, just qualifying. 11.35 11.35 on Saturday, and then the race at 3 o'clock on Sunday. Liam Byron is the latest winner there, and some guys who did good there are in lead laps, Chastain, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, so look out for those guys to be good. And then for the Xfinity Series, guys like Gregson, Ty Gibbs, Austin Hill, Almendinger. and um, yeah, I think that's about it for Xfinity Series drivers who run good here. It going to be a triple header, but the truck race is actually going to be at Mid-Ohio, so they're racing on a road course, and then Xfinity and Cup go to Atlanta. I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Let me know what you thought of the race, if you thought it was boring, if you think they should not go to Road America, if they should just completely change the short the uh, road course package, if they should cut down on road core races, like if they should just go to Sonoma and... Watkins Glen and maybe Coda or whatever just let me know on Instagram or something what you think because I see a lot of mixed opinions like some people blame the package some people blame the track some people say that it's good and this is how racing supposed to be so let me know what you think but anyways that's gonna do it don't forget to Come back next Sunday for the Post Atlanta podcast and follow me on my socials at First or Friends. I hope you guys like this episode and thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a good week. See ya.